3100. That's Welcome to today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church. I'm your host and the founder of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry, I'm Rick Rodriguez. I, uh, for those that, uh, I had a friend, uh, Ron Perry, evangelist on the, my programs before Thanksgiving, Two programs. Well, my good friend has gone to be with the Lord. He passed away last week. Uh, I think it was early Tuesday morning. And I think about this song by Neil Diamond, Brother Love's Traveling Salvation Show. Well, Brother Perry, 90, I think he was about 93. And he uh, got COVID, put him in the hospital, had him on a ventilator for about 10 days. And uh, at the end, he was still conscious, and the family was with him. He would squeeze the hand. He knew they knew that he knew that they were there with him. But he has gone to be with his God. He uh, and I had a year ago, a year ago, I uh, had a had a sense that I needed to. I wanted to do five programs with with Ron, and I wanted him to give his testimony. I was able to do two, and we had talked 
before th- right after Thanksgiving, right after just before Thanksgiving, the day before, I believe it was two days before Tuesday, he fell and right on his knee, and he had problems for the next ten days. This knee had swollen. He had to go in for. They had to. The, the knee had just. They had to lance and drain the knee. He just started to recover from that, and just two days before Christmas, he got COVID, ended up in the hospital. But we had talked about doing future programs, and I have a <clears throat> some verses that I'm going to read, but one of his favorite verses, the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. The gifts and callings of God are without repentance. Romans 11.29. Romans 11.20. I better check. Yep, 11.29. And um, I'm trying to decide what direction would be best to go. We are all called, but we are called for different purposes. His calling uh, in the world that God took him was very unique. He met people that were called. Some of the people that he talked about during the initial two programs were men like uh, O.J. Jaggers, O.L. I'm sorry, O.L. Jaggers, A.A. Allen, a person by the name of Paul Kane, Oral Roberts, William Hagen, Tommy Hicks, people that he'd met through his father when he was young. He would travel with his father, and his father would travel with the grandfather. There were... His grandfather was a preacher, evangelist that would start, build churches, and then give the churches to people and go on to build another facility. His father, Nate, uh, eventually separated from his father and went into his ministry. Ron traveled with his father for years, driving him all over the country, meeting different people. But then eventually one day God called Ron into his own ministry. It was a generation of godly, godly men. And these godly men met many men who had great calling, but their integrity, many of them, was uh, in question at all times, like O.L. Jaggers. He had gifts and abilities spiritually and he used them. Like Christ told the disciples concerning the Sadducees and the Pharisees, do what they say, don't do what they do. Do what they say, don't do what they do. And In the following programs, should God have allowed it, 
which I wished that Ron, we would, he would probably be doing program maybe today, and at least two more. I figured a year ago, for him to get out his testimony, I would need five good programs, and these would be three-hour programs. Well, God cut them short. But I'm going to give you a testimony. We overcome him, the adversary, by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of our testimony, and we love not our soul life unto death. Romans, uh, Revelation chapter 12. Now, Ecclesiastes 9.11. God has his 9.11s in the Bible. And this is God's 9.11. This is the Amplified Version. I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither is bread to the wise. Even the, even the wise people don't always eat. They, they go hungry also. Nor riches to men of intelligence. Just because people are intelligent, they have great intellectual ability, does not mean they're going to get rich. And understanding, nor favor to men of skill. Many, many gifted men, men of skill, but they don't get favor in their lifetime. And chance happens to them all, but time and chance happens to them all. Another translation is that even bad things happen to all of us. Another translation, that being at the right place at the right time. They're all true. We all go through life and we're just at the right place at the right time. We, even as believers, things will happen to us that we don't expect. I did not expect Ron would hurt his knee, injure his knee. I wanted to have him on a program, but he was in such pain, he just couldn't do it, so we decided to wait until the future, and we would continue. But then I didn't expect he would end up in the hospital with COVID. There was a lot of prayer throughout the country for him, believing that he would come out of the grip of a death. But God, in his infinite wisdom, God will be God. And it was time for Ron to go be with the Lord. Now he is waiting for his rewards. He's in paradise. He's at rest. He's in the heart of the earth awaiting resurrection. We are all waiting for resurrection. At some point we will die, and then at some point we will be raised from the dead if we are born again. All, we're, all are going to be raised from the dead, <clears throat> some to eternal life, if you've received Christ in your lifetime. And the others will go to eternal fire, but they will be raised from the dead. 
every human being that's ever lived will be raised from the dead. And there are many right now waiting in an unpleasant part of Hades in torment, waiting to be raised, come before God, and cast to the lake of fire. So I didn't have time to have get Ron's testimony about these men that he knew, like O.L. Jaggers. The man was gifted. The man did great things spiritually in a spiritual sense. Uh, healings, miracles, signs, wonders. But his integrity was... Well, it just was not intact. And Ron knew that. And we were going to talk about Jaggers. We were going to talk about A.A. A. Allen. We were going to talk about Paul Kane. These men who did things in the kingdom of heaven through miracles and signs and wonders with all the gifts of the Holy Spirit, all of the nine gifts, they did things the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge. They were used by God with the gift of prophecy, the gift of faith, the gift of healings, with the working of miracles, the discerning of spirits. They spoke in tongues. They interpreted languages. But Ron was going to talk, and he told me stories, my wife and I, about these men, and one person in particular he, uh, the man was older than Ron. Ron was a young man. They were in California and L.A. And they were doing a revival. They believe the man's name was A.A. A. Allen. And Ron knew him personally. He was older than Ron. Ron looked up to him. And he was doing in these conferences signs and wonders and miracles. Well, they left after one of the conferences one day, they left after I think it was a morning meeting or an afternoon meeting, and Ron said that uh, as he was heading back to the hotel where they were staying, he saw AA go into a bar. And Ron had his Bible in hand across the street, and he, he was just shocked, thinking, what, what's this all about? And he said he, uh, the bad thing about it is it was a, a, a gay bar. Now, I don't know if Alan was gay or not, but Ron said that what it did was it got him to think. He got to the hotel, got in the elevator, was on the way up to his room, and he said, I'm just about ready to take the Bible and chuck it. I'm thinking, wait a minute. These men are doing these great miracles with God, doing these things, preaching the gospel, and now he's into a bar, a homosexual bar. I don't know what's going on. And in the elevator, to the best of my recollection, he said that the Lord told him, men will disappoint you, but I will never disappoint you. And Christ and and Ron said that when Christ spoke that to him, 
that gave him the determination to continue with the Lord. Because at that point, he was about ready to just hang it up. Men will disappoint you, but the Lord told him, I will not disappoint you. And he said, with that, I continued. And he said, I saw with these men, gifted, and this is why his one of his favorite verses, the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. God gives us something, he won't repent for it. If he calls us to be great with business, we're a great business person, we're great with money, with finances, but we use it for evil, God will not repent of that. He intends that with the gift, we will have the integrity. With the abilities, we will have the moral, a moral foundation. The gifts and callings of God are without repentance, and he would tell me that. And he would talk about different men. Another person, Paul Cain. In the Pentecostal world, many people know Paul Cain. And as he stated, as far as people went, the person that the, the person that had the gift of knowledge more powerfully than any person that he'd ever known was Paul Cain. But he knew Paul Cain personally. And Ron's sister, he had a sister, she was very beautiful. And they were in California. They'd gone into Las Vegas. And I think they're going to make a trip back from Vegas to L.A. And uh, they were traveling with Paul. And uh, his Paul Kane asked Ron's sister to travel with him. And then they followed behind. And they the family was assuming that possibly Paul would maybe ask Ron's sister to marry him. Well, he didn't. They got to L.A. and nothing came of it. Well, then they found out that he, he had homosexual tendencies. And uh, Ron said, that's just the way it is. He says, but still, as far as his gifting with the word of knowledge, you can't deny it. He was the most accurate, most powerful man with the gift of knowledge that, that Ron had ever met. And he'd met thousands of people, hundreds, hundreds, and thousands of people that were gifted spiritually. But he wasn't blind to the men that he admired, that did things for God. Do what they say, but don't do what they do. They would perform miracles. They would perform signs and wonders. They had these abilities that God gives all of his children. But they didn't have the integrity. He knew that. He wasn't blind to that. But that's the world God put him in. He had to travel and navigate that world. He had to dodge the bullets. And God just gave him the wisdom to do that. Now, Ron himself, this is a man who always kept his integrity. He told me that when he was a young man, and he's just beginning to move into the world that God had called him into, a lot of young women, beautiful women. But he said, you know, brother, he said, I decided immediately, all these women around, all these beautiful women, wealthy, educated, 
But I made a decision. I'm not going to entertain the thought of having any type of a, even a, a visitation with these type of women, with any of these women. I wouldn't even entertain it. I knew it wasn't going to happen. And I made a decision not even to consider it, to walk away from it, not even hesitate. That was the integrity that he had. So, now I'll begin. I am uh, doing radio programs in Las Vegas between 2005 and 2008. Late 2008. And uh, I would come into the station on Saturdays. Ron had a program in the afternoon on Saturdays. And I met him, just casual. I met him, I'd hear him. And we greeted each other, but that was about it. And then uh, month after month, you know, half a year later, a year later, one day on a Saturday, Ron was having a little church service, and he invited me. He says, what are you doing, brother? I said, I just came into the station to pay a bill and see what's going on. And he said, I got a little meeting over here. Why don't you come? I think you'd enjoy it. So I thought, all right. So went into East Ella, at least East Las Vegas on Sahara, little shopping center, and had a little facility, a little building there they'd rented. And we went in, and I'm just sitting there, and he came up and said, listen, I want you to, I want you to just say something. I said, well, well, okay, I don't know what I, what you want me to, he's just whatever. I said, well, okay. So uh, I went up, and I just said, uh, With each one of us, there will be points in our lifetime which we would liken to an altar experience. Abraham was in Ur of the Chaldee. I believe he was an engineer, an architect. God came to visit him. In that visit, God told him, leave this country, leave your family. Go to a place by faith that I'm going to show you. You go and I will direct you. And I said, these are altar experiences where we all have these times when God comes to visit us, something unique, something just for us. And we need to remember these times. And to remember them, what Abraham did once he got into the area, the first place that he got to, I forget where it was, uh, in Samaria somewhere, he... God met him again, and he built an altar. He took a pile of rocks, and he built a altar so that he would remember that visit by God. And I told this audience, this is what God will do with each of you. As he visits you, and you know it's him, it's a unique experience. That is a altar experience. Make a note of it. Don't forget it because you met God himself at that point. All of you who are born again, you have met. There is a place, a location, a time, a day, a month, a year where you met 
Christ, where Christ got a hold of your heart and he called you to himself and you were born again. That is an altar experience. And so with that, I, I didn't tell him that about the experience of where you in this audience would meet Christ. That is an altar experience. But I used that type just to present these places where we need to remember when God visits us. And after that, <clears throat> I just sat down and then later on, uh, Ron and I, just something happened. And I'm 10 years, 12 years younger than he is. But there was just a spiritual connection. For some reason, he realized that I really didn't know much about him. I knew that this man had been faithful to God his whole life. There's something unique about him. And I think he, we recognize that quality in each one of us. I recognized it in him. He recognized it in me. And it just, it just began to, something began to gel. So this is 1360khnc.com. For the podcast, this is the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry with your host Rick Rodriguez discussing Brother or Evangelist Ron Perry's and his going to be with the Lord. Be right back. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev Saturdays from one to two. Sometimes the truth hurts. You can buy gold just about anywhere in the world from all kinds of different dealers. So why do you use the Patriot Trading Group? 20 years of service, just like that. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, just like that. Lowest prices, just like that. No solicitation, just like that. Buying or selling, just like that. For all your gold and silver needs, call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592, just like that. At Life Choices, we are helping women and men choose life and create stable futures for their children. You can help avoid the loss of another life by going to lifechoices.org or call 303-651-2050, extension 116, and donate. Make a difference and be a part of God's work by creating a better future for kids and families. Lifechoices.org or 303-651-2050 extension 116. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's WarriorsRevolution.com. 
Hi, this is Steve Pardue, Ramsey Auto Group. My partner, Mike Ramsey, and I, we're at 6310 West 10th Street, Greeley, Colorado. RamseyAG.com, 970-443-5654. We are the working man's friend. We're a Christian-based company, and we believe in taking care of our customers even more than selling the vehicle. Come see us anytime. We specialize in large trucks and SUVs, and we do recondition our cars to a fault. 970-443-5654, RamseyAG.com, Ramsey Auto Group. Hello, my name is Keith, and I'm the host of the program, The Pursuit of God, on 1360 KHNC. And I invite you to join me Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock as we go on this great pursuit of God. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus It is a happy day. It is a happy, happy day. I am uh, so happy that I know that this good friend is always with the Lord. It's, it's a happy day. So, the testimony, our testimonies are very important. Because we overcome Him by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of our testimony, they love not their lives, their soul lives unto the death. Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. So, this was in about 19... I'm sorry, it was about 2007 when he asked me to just do that little presentation. We began to be friends. We didn't really hang out or anything like that. But then my wife and I moved back to Colorado for a short period of time in 2008 her her older brother was ill he had cancer and he passed away in December we went back to Las Vegas in uh, February of 2009 and uh, we ended up staying with Ron's younger with Ron's son Ronnie and we were there in the spring it was about March, I think somewhere in there. One evening, I believe it was a Friday night, Ron and Naomi came over to visit Ronnie. And when Ron came in, I we were watching uh, golf, something like that. And when Ron came in, I, I just had this sense. I could just, by looking at him, I just, I knew that there was something on his mind. So we there was the greetings and he was still standing by the door, had come in. He was just kind of not, he was there, but not there. And I just went over and I said, well, Brother Perry, I said, sounds like, looks like uh, you've got something on your mind. You've got some decisions to make. And he looked at me and he says, well, Brother, actually, he says, you know, I have some decisions I have to make. I don't know which direction to go. And I told him, I said, well, if you want, I'll pray with you anytime you want. I'll I'll pray with you and God will give you your answer. He goes, well, when do you want to pray? I said, well, right now if you want. He says, all right, let's do that. I said, okay. And he said, let's go out in the garage. So we went out in the garage and we just prayed and asked the Lord for his counsel, direction, 
knowledge of his will, and that God would just work, walk things forward. Well, from that day, from that time, Ron and I were just, there was a, just a different dynamic between us. Uh, I just, I, I was in love with him, and I feel the same. One of the last things he told me, he says, well, Rick, you've always been a very good friend to me. I appreciate it. Which meant a lot to me. And we just got, we got to be good friends. Okay, now I'm going to pause in this part of the story. Now I'm going to back up to 1991. In 1988-1988, I think it was in the summer, the Lord told me that He wanted me to begin to investigate charismatic churches, the charismatic movement. I didn't know what that was. I didn't know what to do, so my wife and I began to attend a little fellow, a fellowship in Loveland. Colorado, or help here in Loveland, I think in about 80, 86, 87, uh, the Resurrection Fellowship, John Stalker. But I'd gone to a few meetings, didn't understand what this charismatic is all about, but it was pretty dynamic. I liked it, but I we lived in Longmont. Well, eventually you had the new facility uh, west of uh, or east of I-25, and I thought, well, okay, I'm going to head up there. So we began to go up there to try to understand what this charismatic Christianity is all about. And John would have different people in. And little by little, I kind of got the flavor of it. Well, there's another dynamic that I don't understand. In 1991, in January, I uh, had a Pentecostal preacher come into Longmont, ended up going to the revival Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. Saturday night, my wife said, I think you need to go up there and have this guy pray for you. And I said, well, okay, I'll go, but you go with me. So we went up to receive what is called the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I didn't quite understand it. Biblically, through the Word, I knew there it was in the Word. I couldn't deny it, but not knowing whether I had or had not received that baptism, I didn't know. I knew that uh, God, through my anointing, would lead me and, and direct me. But I went up. I was the first one in line. The brother prayed. His name was Del Franklin. From that night, for that next year, it was continuous spiritual things like I had never experienced before. It was just ongoing. And then for the next 10 years, just when needed. <clears throat> so that takes me all through the 90s. But in 1991, the Lord told me, I want you now to start studying the Pentecostal churches, because there's a difference between charismatic and Pentecostal. Study the Pentecostals now. Well, I did what I could, but because during those years I was, uh, I had some uh, things happen that just kept kept me in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I really didn't have time to really obey what the Lord had asked me to do as far as understanding Pentecostal churches. Well, now fast forward to 2000 
and 9. And I uh, pray with Ron on that Friday evening. And then I began spending more time with him. And now he is traveling. He travels to California to do ministry in California. He travels to Arizona, Southern California, to Yukaipa. He buys a trailer. Uh, they live in Yukaipa. He's doing ministry there in the East L.A. area. Travel into Westmoreland, Southern California. He has a friend there, has a little church. He'd always speak once a year at New Year's and prophesy to them. Then up in Delta, Colorado, where he lives and where he's going to be buried. All over. And my wife and I, for about a year plus, we traveled with him. And... I didn't realize that the that this is the answer to what the Lord had asked me to do. Investigate the Pentecostal churches. Well, no one has been more involved in Pentecostalism than Ron Perry. And uh, he gave me an insight into the Pentecostal movement like I never understood. It is broken up into a thousand different pieces. There are those who, in Pentecostalism, that the New Testament only, Old Testament is history. There are those that that uh, believe you can lose your salvation, but you can get it back the next day if you repent, but you'll lose it the next day again if you sin. Elevator salvation than all the craziness within the Pentecostal world and how the Holy Spirit took him to all these different... There's the Assemblies of God. He was friends with many in the Assemblies of God. Then the four square churches. There was uh, the black churches that he would travel to, the, the predominantly white churches that he would travel to, the mixed black, white churches, your Asian churches. And he gave me a whole, I was able to understand that world from his experience and his knowledge. Then I was able to understand more perfectly God's calling on a person. His grandfather was called by God a very godly man there in Georgia. He lived in a county where they were running liquor back in the time of Prohibition. Well, his grandfather did not like these people running liquor through his county. So he began to pray and ask God, if they're running liquor through this county, Lord, send the police out, let them catch the guys, put them in jail, and destroy their liquor. Eventually, they would run the booze around that county. They knew better than to bring booze to that county because they'd get caught. Godly man kept his integrity. He would build churches, leave them to others. To, to After he'd build them, he'd appoint a pastor and go on. But Ron told me something very interesting. At the end of his grandfather's life, he stopped building churches. He just walked away, and he went to his home, he began to do little Bible studies in his home and was very happy just doing that. And Ron said that was kind of 
always kind of mystified me. Why would he do that? In my understanding, I personally feel that his grandfather realized that the corruption within the community which in which he was involved with, he realized that there was something that was not godly, and he decided, I am going to remove myself from that. This is my own feeling. And he never really continued with that big assembly any longer. He went ahead, just did Bible studies in his home. Then Ron's father, Nate Perry, very godly man. Ron told me all about his grandfather or his father, how he would travel with his father. Everywhere he'd go, he'd drive his father. But he said, I wasn't really involved in ministry. I just drove my dad around. But I got to meet all these people. I got to see things that, you know, that he would not have been, uh, he would not have seen if he had not been with his father. Well, his father, uh, one thing is the, because of his Pentecostal and, and an integrity as a Pentecostal. Again, this is the one thing with the Perrys, the integrity. They were righteous people. They were good people. They had a moral compass that was just unbelievable. Nuns at Notre Dame heard about Nate Perry. They went to the cardinals or bishops there at Notre Dame, and they convinced these bishops that Nate Perry needed to come and speak in the cathedral. Unheard of. It doesn't happen. You're not Catholic. You're not going to speak from the altar. There's no way. But the nuns convinced the bishops or cardinals. And so Nate Perry is the first non-Catholic to ever speak at Notre Dame. And I believe he had spoke there three times. Calling. The gifts and callings of God are without repentance. God has a purpose. God has a plan. God is going to do what He wants to do. If He wants to put a Pentecostal in the altar at Notre Dame, He will do it. Who is going to forbid God? What Nate shared, who knows? But did it affect Catholics? Did it affect the priests at Notre Dame? It had to have. It would not was not accidental. Another thing is Nate was in Georgia and he would have in his home, I think Ron might have mentioned this, his home was uh, next, next to a cemetery. The Baptists, the people, the pastors of the city would come for prayer, for, for Bible studies at Nate's home, but they'd come to the cemetery because they didn't want people in the city, their congregants, to see that they were meeting with the Pentecostal. And Nate did that for a while. But Nate had always prayed. He knew that there was going to be a move, a great move of God in California. And he wanted to be part of that move. And he prayed for years and years. I think Ron said 10 years for that move. Nate is, Nate is friends with Oral Roberts. Uh, he took over Oral Roberts' church. 
He's friends with all these people, the names of that time. He knew Branham, uh, O.J., uh, OJ O.L. Jaggers, A.A. Allen, uh, these people in that world. I have a list of them, but I, I didn't bring it. But Nate was familiar with these people. And eventually in Georgia, they wanted Nate to become the custodian of a group of churches through about three or four states. And Nate told them, no, he says, I'm waiting for the move in California. I'm praying for a move in California. And when that move comes, I'm going to move. And they, the family, Nate's wife and the kids, not, not Ron, but uh, the cousins, the aunts, uncles, the people, the, the family said, Nate, You'll be, you'll be set up for the rest of your life. You don't know what you're turning down. And he said, no, I know what I'm turning down, but I'm here for the move of God in California. And if I'm correct, that move that he was waiting for was the baby boom generation move of God with the baby boom children in America. The Jesus people movement in the United States of America. I believe that's what he was waiting for. I believe that's what he was praying for. Then, once he heard about, and Ron did mention this, he'd heard about something happening. Someone out in uh, Georgia, Atlanta, told him, you better go to California because something's going on. And Nate packed up his wife, the kids, and moved to California. This is how Ron ended up moving to California through his dad. <clears throat> and... Uh, we're going to get ready to go here shortly to to the uh, next break prior to the end of this hour. And for those that are traveling, this is 1360 KHNC AM radio here in Johnstown, Colorado. And to stream the, these programs... 1360KHNC.com and these programs are streamed live always throughout the week throughout the weekend 1360KHNC.com and my contact information is P.O. Box 872 Longmont, Colorado 80501 I'm sorry 80502 one will still get you there but two is they prefer that P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. The, and again, I am, uh, this is the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program every Sunday, 9 to noon. And I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. Today I'm discussing the good friend of mine who went to be with the Lord, uh, Ron Perry, evangelist Ron Perry, everybody wanted to call him pastor, and he says, I'm really more of an evangelist, which he was. Well, we're going to continue here in just a few minutes to finish out this hour. We'll be right back. The P.E. Gun Show, January 22nd and 23rd, will be located at 1840 Greeley Mall, Greeley, Colorado. This show features two firearm giveaways one on Saturday and one on Sunday. Guns, ammo, knives, military surplus, self-defense products, and much more. Buy, sell, or trade, and $50 CCW classes on both days. 
See PEShows.com to register. That's PEShows.com. See you at the show. When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day. Hi, folks. I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. Hey, folks, the Rev here. When the economy collapses, so will society. Martial law will rule, but the protectors will become the looters and thieves. The future will be merciless. Prepare yourself now. Join the Rev for the best urban survival training available today. Call KHNC 970-587-5003 to reserve a seat now. That's 970-587-5003. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com. And uh, as we finish out this program, again, this is 1360KHNC.com. The podcasts are on 1360KHNC.com to the podcast section to the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I uh, wanted to say that As I go into the second hour, I'm going to continue and I'm going to get into the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. Many of the people in the Pentecostal churches were, um, they lacked the integrity that they needed to have. But there are those in the Pentecostal churches that not only operate in the giftings that God has given His children, but they have, they are upright, they are moral, they are holy, they are righteous, they have no guile, they are wonderful people, 
But then there are those that are careless, reckless, cause a lot of damage. And with those, like the Pharisees and Sadducees, do as they say, don't do as they do. Many are doing great things for Christ. They are healing the sick, performing miracles, casting out demons. But Christ will say to them, Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I didn't own you. I didn't control you. You would not allow me to put a harness upon you to direct you. And because of that, you went where you wanted to go. You lived like you wanted to live. There were no restraints. You weren't constrained. You were riotous. You were in homosexuality. You were in drugs. You were in alcohol, you were in vices, you were in adultery, but you still had the gifts. You still performed miracles. You still cast out demons. There was a friend that had a pastor come over in Las Vegas to cast out a spirit. Well, the pastor was involved in homosexuality. Well, he cast a spirit out of the person, but the spirit was like a snake came off that leg, the person that was being the person that was having the spirit re, uh, cast out, the spirit was like a snake, came off the leg, onto the floor, up the leg of the pastor that was casting out the spirit. And his leg swelled up twice its size the next day, and he refused to pray for her anymore. Well, why? Because he's involved in sex sins. And I think he faded away as far as ministry, which should happen. Shouldn't be in ministry. But anyhow, with Ron, with this friend, uh, we'll talk about his calling, where God took him, how God used him. And I think you're going to, this will give you an idea. It will help you in your Christian life to realize that these gifts that God has given His churches are needed. The churches in God need miracles like never before, but we want men with integrity to direct us. We'll be right back. 60KHNC.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Worbin. King Super's grocery workers could be going on strike soon. The union representing them has called for it as the contract expired last night. Earlier this week, those employees voted more than 95% in favor of a strike. The union says it's disappointed with new contract offers. King Super's parent company, Kroger, says it's offering a pay increase over three years and more investment in health care benefits. It's not clear if the potential strike also affects the company's city market stores outside the Denver-Colorado Springs area. Colorado's average weekly positivity rate for COVID 
now higher than it's been at any previous point in the pandemic. 26% of tests came back positive in the past week compared to 7% a month ago. 1,374 people are COVID positive in the state's hospitals right now. That's 19 more patients diagnosed Thursday than Wednesday. The case numbers take about a week or two to become hospitalizations. They're currently following the signature of the Omicron surge. I'm Jim Williams. Boulder County's named one of two people missing and feared dead as a result of the big fires. That man identified as 69-year-old Robert Sharp after partial remains were found Tuesday in a Marshall Avenue home near the fire's origin point. His family says Sharp was always convinced he was going to win, but may have underestimated the strength of the fire. Sharp was a naturalist who loved the outdoors and his family's home. He's said to have been active in the Boulder community. Again, he was one of just two people reported missing out of thousands forced from their homes by the Marshall Fire. Victims' families had asked Governor Polis to wait a few days to see what a judge would do with a 110-year prison sentence handed to a young former trucker who killed four people in rush hour traffic on I-70 as spring of 2019. Last week, Polis intervened in the case anyway, cutting the sentence from 110 to 10 years. I'm Ted Werbin. Are you struggling with credit card debt? It may be time to consolidate that high-interest debt with help from your mortgage. You could save up to $1,000 a month without paying upfront fees. You just have to call American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. Get a free mortgage review by calling 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334. Regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Family-friendly vacations, a weekend with the boys, or a romantic getaway. You will find it in Wyoming's Carbon County. Winter favorites include museums, mineral hot springs, snowmobiling, cross-country skiing, and snowshoeing. You'll enjoy an array of lodging, dining, and entertainment options. All the fun set against the West's favorite backdrop. Plan your trip at wyomingcarboncounty.com forward slash travel safe. That's wyomingcarboncounty.com forward slash travel safe. Get your West on. Hey folks, the Rev here. Most of you know I teach a hardcore urban survival class at Warriors Revolution. Classes are every other Thursday and Saturday. Classes are $25 a session, and there's five total sessions. Contact the radio station at 970-587-5003. That's 970-587-5003. Or you can call the Rev directly. We'll get you scheduled and get you in class. Reasons to Own Gold. Brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group at allamericangold.com. Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled. Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money, and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank. Which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800 951 
The Loveland PE Gun Show, December 11th and 12th, has two giveaways from Zip Guns. A Springfield Hellcat on Saturday and an AR-15 on Sunday. Guns, ammo, knives, military surplus, self-defense products, and much more. Located off of I-25 and Highway 34 West at the outlets at Loveland. Buy, sell, and trade, and $50 CCW classes on Saturday and Sunday. See PEShows.com to register. That's PEShows.com. See you at the show. Oh, dear Lord, three things I pray, to see thee more clearly, love thee more dearly, follow thee more nearly day by day, day by day, day by day, oh dear Lord, three things I pray. And welcome back to the second hour of today's program, Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. You can go to an assembly from the convenience of your kitchen table. The podcasts for these programs are on 1360khnc.com to the podcast section. Programs are streamed on 1360khnc.com. I'm discussing the passing away of a very, very, very good friend, Evangelist Ron Perry. And uh, I'm going to, I just gave a testimony beginning just the beginning of a testimony. But I'm going to, like I did in the first hour, I'm going to go with this one verse. This is Ecclesiastes 9.11. God's 9.11. Amplified, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong. Neither is bread to the wise, nor riches to men of intelligence, and understanding, nor favor to men of skill. But time and chance happen to them all. Good and bad happen to all of us, negative and positive, and also being at the right place at the right time. I'm in Las Vegas, and I meet Ron at the right place at the right time, God has told me in 1991 to begin to investigate the Pentecostal churches and uh, roughly 15, gee, 18, 17 years later, that would be, yeah, about 17, 18 years later, I would meet Ron Perry and his whole life has been in the Pentecostal churches and then for the next year and a half, we spend quite a bit of time. My wife and I travel with he and his wife, Naomi, all over 
Southern California, back and forth, back and forth, back to Las Vegas, down to California, back to Las Vegas, down to Westmoreland, California, back to Central California, back to L.A., back up to Las Vegas, then to Colorado, back to Las Vegas, down to Southern California. And we get to Southern California, we'd leave on a Friday night, because he had meetings on Sunday, and we'd get there, we'd leave at 9 Friday, get there and visit the whole time. Then we'd stand, I, I, would, I don't know why we didn't sit, but we'd visit till 2, 3 in the morning talking about all these experiences. It was unbelievable. So anyhow, Ron is a young man. He's just begun his ministry. He's, his father is doing his ministry, and Ron has begun to move into the calling, his calling. He's in Southern California, in L.A. He had just gone into the MacArthur Park area. There was a big, well-established Christian church. And he noticed there was a side building. He walked into the church and wanted to know, inquiring about that little side building. And the man said, why, what do you think? He said, well, I'm an evangelist, and I want to maybe see what they would charge to rent that little that little assembly, that little building there. I think it's a little smaller church. The guy says, well, what's your name? What do you do? And he said, tell you what. He said, well, I'm the one that <coughs> I'm, I can give you permission. I'm going to give you permission to go ahead and use it. He says, well, what do you want? He says, I don't want anything. You use it. So Ron, without a penny, without having to invest anything, walked as was at the right place, at the right time, the door was open, the person that was the head of that whole church, I don't know if he was the pastor, I believe he was, told Ron, this, use it as long as you need, it. it's yours for free. I don't know how long Ron preached from that little assembly. At the right place, at the right time. So he decides to buy airtime to go on the radio. So there was a little station, a station and a radio station. So he and another brother walked in one day, walked in and looked around, and there was a guy sitting through a glass window in the back and at a big table an office and he walked up to the receptionist introduced himself I, I'm, Pastor, I'm evangelist Ron Perry and I wanted to know what do you charge for program, your programming she said well how much or how, how often because well maybe every day for half an hour so she basically gave him a rate and he said well I don't have that much in the church budget, so I I don't, uh, I want to thank you, but I, I won't be able to afford it. I can't afford it. Well, in the meantime, while he was standing there, she looked at him, she said, well, hang on just a second. And the manager back in the office came up, came over to the young girl, whispered something to her, and went back and sat down in his office. She closed the door. And she said, well, Ron, she said, or she said, Mr. Perry, uh, 
the owner wants to talk to you, but please, he's busy. He'll get to you in just a second. Please have a seat, and he'll be back. he'll be with you in just a second. Ron said, well, I don't know what you're thinking because I can't afford it. But he sat down. He and the brother were visiting. The manager comes out of the office, and as he's walking by, he's listening to what Ron and this other brother are talking about. And he's, Ron said, I can tell he's listening, but he walks up to the secretary and he's talking to her, but he's listening to what I'm talking about with this other friend. And then on the way back, he's going a little bit slower, goes back to the office, and he said, this guy is a creature. He said, this guy is just, I don't know what to call him. He doesn't look like a human being. He's just a creature. Well, then the creature comes back out of the office. This time he's moving a little slower, listening to what Ron and the brother are fellowshipping. Trying to, wanting to know what they're talking about. Talks to the secretary, goes back to his office, but takes his time. And Ron said, this creature is kind of strange. He goes back, closes the door. After a little bit, the secretary says, uh, Sir, the uh, manager would like you to go back. He wants to talk to you. Ron is thinking, Well, I can't afford this, but okay. So they go back. The guy said, Well, come in, close the door. So what do you do? He said, Well, I'm an evangelist. I'm trying to buy airtime. And he said, so what kind of a preacher are you? He said, well, uh, I preach about everything. He says, well, what do you like, what do you preach, preach about? What is the, the main thing you preach about? He says, well, I preach about the love of God. The guy says, okay. He said, I want you to preach me a sermon right now. And he said, this creature got up on his desk and sat on the middle of his desk, cross-legged. Ron is looking at his friend, going, what in the world? He goes, well, okay. So he preached, he said, I gave him about a three-minute sermon on the love of God. And this man said, that is really good. He says, I really like that. He says, I want you to come with me tonight. I am going to go down to uh, Sunset Boulevard, and I'm going to do a program live, and I want you to be there. And Ron said, well, I, you know, sir, I know what your rates are, but I can't afford that. I don't have that in my church budget. And the man looked at him and said, well, I didn't ask you for money. I own the station. I can do whatever I want. And if I want you to preach, he said, I'm not going to charge you, but I want you to come down to Sunset Boulevard there, and I want you to preach and on, on the station tonight. I'll be there live, and you can... I'll give you the mic and you can preach. Ron said, well, okay. And he said, I did that with on that station with this creature for about two years. His name was Wolfman Jack. And his real name was Bill Smith or uh, Bob Smith. And Bob Smith's radio personality was Wolfman Jack. And I said, Wow. He says, yeah, brother. He says, I'd go down there to L.A., and here I am on his station. We're preaching from Sunset Boulevard. We'd go all over and preach live. I thought, wow. Being at the right place at the right time.
the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. Well, then, Bob Smith's wife asked Ron, would you be willing to come to my house on Sunday afternoon and hold a Bible study? Ron said, well, I'd be honored to do that. Yes, I definitely. So he held meetings at Wolfman Jack's home in Beverly Hills every Sunday, I think for about two years, with Wolfman Jack's wife, who was a believer. She, she knew the Lord. And I believe that somewhere along the line, Wolfman Jack became a believer. He was influenced by the preaching of Ron Perry, evangelist Ron Perry. I used to call him Monsignor because he has a son, Ronnie. So to differentiate Ron, Ronnie and Ron, I would just say, well, Monsignor or Ron Senior, Monsignor. So I called him Monsignor. Well, then... One day, Ron is at a uh, Christian, I don't know, a bunch of Christian uh, uh, radio personalities, and he runs into Pat Boone. And Pat Boone said, yeah, you know, I've, I've heard about you. I listened to your programs, and uh, they talked for a little bit. And uh, Ron told him, he says, yeah, well, you know, Pat, he said, I... I drive by your house almost every Sunday. Pat said, you do? Do you live up in Beverly Hills? He goes, no, no. He says, I go up. I have a friend that invited me to come and have a Bible study in her home every week. So I come up Sunday afternoons and do a Bible study in their home. And he, Pat Boone said, well, who? Well, who? Who? He said, well, Bob Smith, his wife, has me up for Bible studies. And Pat Boone Ron said his mouth dropped open and he looked at Ron and said, you mean, you mean that, that, he says, yeah. He said, uh, Wolfman Jack. And Pat Boone said, I have to repent. I never thought that God would be interested in a person like that. This is so unbelievable. But that is who God is interested in. Everybody that is alive, everybody that is breathing, regardless of their looks. So Pat Boone told him, I repent. So now Ron is moving in his ministry, being at the right place at the right time. And one day he's giving a sermon. And at the end of the sermon, he states to his wife, or he states to the audience, he says, well, I won't be back next week because I am going to uh, leave this afternoon for South Korea. And Naomi, his wife, looked at him and said, what? And uh, Ron said, I uh, will be going to South Korea. And... Uh, after the media, or after he came down, Naomi says, what are, you, what are you saying? What are you talking about? Because, well, Naomi, the Lord told me we're going to Korea. And a Korean person came over to him and gave him airline tickets out of nowhere, didn't know the guy, said, here are your tickets, Brother Perry. These are your tickets for the airline today. You'll be leaving this afternoon. 
Here they go to Korea. There were a couple of times that he went to Korea, and I believe on this this initial, uh, the second trip, he went and he had worked out a, some arrangements with some of the Pentecostal churches in South Korea. The arrangement was that he would go and he would preach and uh, on the under these conditions, and he agreed to it. So he went got there, landed, and went to talk to the pastors of the churches. Well, they changed the agreement. And Ron said, well, wait a minute. This wasn't our agreement. And they said, well, I know, but it's too bad because if you don't go along with what our program is, well, then uh, you're not going to be able to get back to America. And Ron said, he looked at the guy, he looked at these brothers, and he said, he says, well, the Lord brought me here to preach the gospel, and you have no say in the matter. And he walked away. Well, these men thought that, well, he'll come back and agree to their terms. Ron said, I walked away. I was staying with a, a young Korean family, and every day I would get up, and I'd walk up there, Korea, South Korea, a lot of little hills, Seoul, Korea, just a bunch of little hills. And I would just take a walk up on the hills and pray. And one day I'd go up and come down. Next day up, he said, about the third day, I'm up on the hill, and here comes a government car, big black limo, fisher car, and it stops, and he said, I'm standing in the middle of the hill there. And driver gets out, comes over, and says, yes, are you Pastor Perry? He goes, well, I'm, I'm a pastor, but I'm really more of an evangelist. He says, well, someone would like to talk to you. Would you have time to visit with her? Ron said, well, sure, I'd be glad to. Went over, got in the back of the limo, and here's this young woman, very, very beautiful woman. And she said, Brother Perry, or Pastor Perry, I have heard that if you pray for me, I know that if you'll pray for me, God will heal me. I have a female issue that I've had for 20 years, and I know that if you pray for me, God will heal me. So would you pray for me? And Ron said, well, he said, well, yeah, I'll pray for you. So he said he prayed for her and visited for a little bit. Then he got out and they drove away. He's up on the hill the next day, taking a walk, praying. Here comes another black limo. The flag's on it, on the bumpers, on the front of the bumpers above the headlights. Fisher car stops to military guys get out and fit walk over one of the men comes up and says are you uh, Pastor Perry he goes well I'm evangelist Ron Perry he goes well he says uh, Mr. Perry or sir my sister came up yesterday she was sick 
He's had a problem that the doctors couldn't cure for over 20 years. She called me this morning to tell me that she's healed. And she told me that you prayed for her yesterday. I wanted to come up and thank you. Appreciate you praying for her. And he said, I wanted to know, uh, so you've come to Korea to, to evangelize, to preach a gospel? He says, yes, I did. He says, well, are you, are you, where are you preaching? He says, well, right now I'm not preaching because the assemblies that I made an agreement with, they changed the, the uh, direction that we were supposed to go. I told them what I wanted. They decided they didn't want to go that way. So I just told them, well, in that case, I'm not going to preach. And he says, so you're not preaching at these assemblies? He said, no, sir. He goes, well, would you, do you want to preach? Ron said, yes. I'll preach anywhere the Lord opens the door. The man says, well, I'm the head of the Presbyterian churches here in South Korea, and I can let you preach anywhere you want. Uh, because I oversee the churches. Where, where would you would you when do you want to when would you like to preach? He says, "Well, I'll preach today if I get an opportunity." He says, "I'll tell you what. This evening, can you preach at seven o'clock?" He says, "Yes." He says, "Okay." And he told him, he said, "Here's where you're going to be. Seven o'clock, you preach." And he says, "My name is General Kim." This was General Kim, the general of South Korea being at the right place at the right time, moved by the hand of God to fulfill a purpose, to move the hand of God in as He would desire with anyone, anywhere, to further His kingdom. God would send Him there to meet with the general who's the head of all the Presbyterian churches in South Korea. And it was at that time where he's preaching this one night, and he said this young girl walks in the back, and he said the way they have it set up is it's like, like a podium. Everybody sits up on a stage, and then you've got a podium, and you have six or seven of the pastors that sit behind the podium, and you go up and speak, and you're elevated, and you're looking down on all the congregation. And he said, these people, when they are listening, they sit stoic. They don't move around. They don't throw one arm over the chair beside them on the armrest or on the back of the chair. They are listening. They are paying attention. This young girl walks in. He said, I'm up on the I'm up there on the stage. And she walks in, she looks around, and she finds a seat. She sits down about halfway down toward the front. And the Lord told Ron, Go talk to that young girl. So he said, I stopped. And he said, I walked over to the side and walked down off the stage. And he says, you don't do that. These people are very proper. You don't do that. You don't go out and mingle. But he said, the Lord told me, go talk to her. So I walked down, walked down, walked over to the young girl. 
I asked her to stand up, and I asked her, what do you want? And she says, well, trying to catch myself here, hang on. She said, I was outside, and I was going to commit suicide. I was going to jump off the bridge. But I saw all the cars, and I saw all the people, and I saw the building. And I'm thinking, I wonder what this is. So she said, well, I'll jump off the bridge later, but I want to see what this is all about. She said, so I came in, and that's why I'm here. I wanted to see what, what is this going on. He preached the gospel to her. She got saved. Well, these Korean people, they don't understand this. But that's the Pentecostal world. And he went back up and he finished the message. Everybody went home. Next night he was up there preaching again. And he said, halfway through the meeting, the back door is open. Here comes the young girl with her another person, a couple of other people. You could tell they're maybe high society. They come down and find a place to sit down. They sit down. And the Lord told Ron, go talk to that. Go talk to those people. So he stopped. Again, you don't leave the stage. You stay there. So we're going to talk about what happened after he once again walks off the stage and goes out into the audience in South Korea to talk to very formal people. We'll be right back. Hey there, guys. How long have you been waiting for good conservative quality radio? Well, you finally reached your destination at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners, family owned and operated since 1970. We use the latest non-toxic green cleaning systems and state-of-the-art tensioning units to assure a quality and consistent finish. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, from wedding gowns to sleeping bags, we do it all. For info and directions, call us at 970-775-0623. Again, 970-775-0623. It is not because men have made laws that life, liberty, and property exist. On the contrary, it is because life, liberty, and property existed beforehand that men made laws in the first place. What then is law? It is the collective organization of the individual right to lawful defense and punishing injustice. Frederick Bastiat, The Law. A lot of radio stations boast about having two, three, four, five hundred thousand listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like, same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. 
advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We also have the best rates in Colorado. 970-587-5003 or 1360KHNC.com. Reasons to own gold. Reason number one. Culturally, the golden rule is treating others as you want to be treated. But financially, the golden rule is those that have the gold make the rules. When you retire, make sure you can write your rules. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. This is Rick Rodriguez. I'll be the host of The Present Truth Monday through Thursday from 2 to 3. Topics, American World Hegemony, New World Order, Agendas of Secret Societies, The Coming World Religion. Again, Monday through Thursday, 2 to 3. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus walks. Oh, when he walks. When Jesus walks. Watch the sins away. Oh, happy day. Happy days, happy days, happy days. So now he walks off the stage again. He walks out into the audience and he asks this lady and the young girl, he says, please stand up. And he looks at the older woman. She wasn't old, really, probably 50s. What do you want? And the answer to Ron was, yesterday, my sister was going to jump off the bridge to commit suicide. She came home last night, different. I want what she has. Whatever she has, that's what I want. Preached the gospel to her. She met the Lord. And these people did not know what to do. But when the Pentecostal world, God uses it to shake the fundamental thinking, that world that can be too stoic, God will shake it. God will use men that are gifted with the baptism of the Holy Spirit to shake a proper, stoic, lifeless church. And these men that are the pastors sitting back on the pulpit, they cannot understand this. This does not happen in South Korea. The pastors, for the most part, do not mingle with the congregation. And here, this man leaves, like Ron would tell me, here I have the audacity to walk off that stage and go out and talk to someone in the crowd when I'm to be preaching. God will shake what He wants to shake when He wants, how He wants, wherever He wants. God is going to shake this world. Christ is going to shake the world and nothing is going to stop it. 
no matter how much evil this world is in this world, Christ is coming into this world like never before. Christ is going to reveal himself in this wicked, evil, dark world like never before. So then Ron said that he went back up and he finished the night. Then he gets up there again. I believe this is like 1975. And he said, I'm giving my message. And he said, in the middle of the message, the Lord has me change it. So I, I, I stopped and I looked around and I said, any nation that honors God as a nation, if they will honor God, God will give that nation peace, there will be no war, and give that nation prosperity. And he said he knew they couldn't understand that. But if a nation will openly honor God, and he stated it again, any nation that will openly honor God, God will bring peace to that nation. That, peace, that nation will not have war, and that nation will be prosperous. And he said he went on, finished, went over and sat down. After the meeting, he said, here, six, six of these pastors come over to him, and they came over, and one of the pastors said, so, Brother Perry, now, you're saying that any nation that, op that honors God openly, that honors him in an open way, God will bring peace to that nation, and that nation won't have any war, and that nation will be prosperous financially? And Ron said, well, yes, that's what I said. And he said that he walked back over, and they, he could hear him talking in Korean. The pastor, another man came over and said, now, Pastor Perry, or Brother Perry, we're trying to understand now. So you're saying that any nation that will openly acknowledge God, God will, there will not be any war in that nation. That nation will experience peace and financial prosperity. Is that what you're saying? Ron said, well, well, yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. So they went back and they huddled and they're talking back and forth in Korean. They come, another guy comes over and says, well, Okay, Brother Perry, now we, we know what you're saying. Now you're saying that any nation that acknowledges God openly, they will have peace in that country, there will be no war, and they will be prosperous. And Ron said by the third time, he said, now I'm kind of, I don't know why they don't understand what I'm saying. I'm saying that, I'm saying exactly that. If a nation honors God openly, that nation honors God, God will give them peace. They will not have war, 
they won't have famine. They won't have... <coughs> they'll have prosperity. Prosperity means no famine. Well, they walked away. And that is exactly what happened to South Korea. He prophesied it in the biggest church in South Korea, the Presbyterian churches. Being at the right place at the right time. Then, I believe it was on that same trip, then finally the Assemblies of God, they had a change of heart. So they, I believe they came to him and told him, well, listen, we want you to speak and uh, we have a big, a new, a new conference hall, and we would like you to speak. But 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 this 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 this. And he basically said, "No, no." Well, anyhow, some of the other Christians, the Pentecostal churches. They came to him and they said, listen, on that campus, on that big campus, there is a second facility. It's a smaller facility, but could you kind of sneak in? Maybe we can plan something on one of the evenings, like on the weekend. And while they got the big thing going over at the big consent, the big center, we'll do something at the little center. Would you be willing to do that? And he said, I would do that wherever God opens the door. For me to preach, I will preach. And so they went ahead, and the little by little, the Pentecostal churches, the people found out about it, and pretty soon everybody has gone over to that little, the smaller center. The big center was empty. The pastors at the big center were a little upset because everybody was over being prayed for. These people were being prayed for, ministered to. And God still opened the door. But stories like this with this brother. Then uh, he came back to this country. He got back here. And he just continued in ministry. Now, one of the giftings that, that Ron had was he had a gift, many gifts, but one of the gifts that he had was to be able to pray for money for churches to receive donations for projects. So people all over the country would ask him to come and pray uh, to minister and then to pray for that they, they were going to do a building, they were going to add on, they needed money for whatever. And he would go and he would minister, and he would pray, and the money would come in. The finances would come in. It was a gift. He could ask for money, and I, I talked to him one day. I said, I said you know, brother, uh, the hardest thing for me, personally, is to ask for money. I mean, with, with me, I, I prefer to just go get a job, Make the money, pay my way, and that's my that's my that's how I do it. That's how I've done it. He goes, well, brother. He said, you know, 
He said, I do not have a, I do not have a problem asking God's children for money. And I said, uh, I said, wow. He said, I don't have a problem, brother. He said, if God has a plan and an objective and finances are needed, I don't have a problem with that. And I pray. I've gone all over the country to ask. This is one of the ministries that he had is to go. They would call him up in Detroit. He'd go to Detroit, ask for money, wherever, Texas, the South, East Coast. He said, but brother, he said, something happened one day. He said, I went to New York, big black church, big assembly. They needed they needed to raise like uh, half a million dollars because they were going to do an expansion or something like that. And they called me up. So I went out and I ministered and I asked the congregation. I told them this is what is needed. And he said the money started coming in by buckets. He said I could. He said just. He said I knew it would come in. I didn't doubt it would come in. I knew it would come in. Had no no doubt. I asked, and the Lord will bring it. And he said after the weekend, the main pastor said, "Well, Brother Perry, so I want you to come up." And I don't know how many stories up they had to go. To the office, but he said I went up. He said I went into the pastor's office. He's big office. Went over and sitting there at the desk, and he's got all this money piled up. And he said I'm. I've always trusted the Lord to lead me the right direction. These women come in, and he'll give them a stack of money, and they go out. Another woman comes in, she gives him a stack of money, she goes out. And he's wondering, what is it with these women? And the pastor said, well, I have to pay the women that service my men. And Ron said, these were prostitutes. And he said, from that day on, I was very careful where I would go to ask for money because here I am asking for these finances to come in from God's people to pay prostitutes. He said, that ended that. I told him I won't come back here again. And he let the pastor know, that's it. So he said, brother, from that point on, he said, I'm very careful. He says, I have the gift, but I didn't realize it was being used that way until that day. There's in Westmoreland, there's a little fellowship he'd go to. Every week, every year he would go and do a New Year's Eve conference. And I was there the last time my wife and I went down for two, two of the, I think this was probably 2011, 2010. We went down and, and uh, the first year he stood up and said, well, the budget for the school, for the ministry this year is like $15,000 and it's just a small little assembly but he said all the money came in he said people don't know how it's going to come in but it comes in second time the pastor the, the brother of the 
little assembly. His name is Joel. Joel told Ron, he says, well, this year for our school budget, we'll need exactly $7,590. That's what we need. That's what we're short. And so Ron got up there and he said, well, before we even begin the meeting, he said, let's just take care of business. He said, for this year's budget, we're going to need $5,960, something like that. And he says, let's just get this taken out of the way. We just want to take care of this, get it out of the way. I don't want to talk about money for the whole weekend. We're going to take up an offering. This is what we need, $5,690. That's what I'll say, $5,690. Well, somebody working in the kitchen was laughing. They could hear him laughing like, oh, yeah, right. We're going to get $7,600 from this little congregation. They're laughing. So they went ahead, took up the offering, and collected it all, and they took it back into the kitchen, and the person back there that counts the money to see what they brought in. And the meeting began, and all of a sudden we hear this scream. And we look, we all look back toward the kitchen. No, just screaming. And we didn't think anything more about it. Well, a little bit later, Joel stood up and said, well, we wanted to let you know that the offerings that came in for our budget, we needed $7,690. Well, we got, we received $6,970 to the dollar. Not one more, not one less. And the screaming, the sister, when she counted the money, couldn't believe it was that exact amount to the dollar. This is the way God does it. He does it His way. He does it His way always. The occult world has no power and authority when you bring into the mix the power of God's kingdom. When you take godly people, you have men with integrity, men who are holy and righteous, men whose whole purpose is to be, to glorify God with their lives, with all that they do. These kind of things happen. These miracles take place. God is glorified. So, this wasn't second hand. My wife and I were right there when this occurred. And we would travel and he would tell us these stories. I knew it was real, but the, but the Lord had given me a word. I want you to understand the Pentecostal world. And then the Lord worked it out and arranged it. So I would be, I would travel with one of the great, I believe, wonderful, godly Pentecostal evangelists. Not only was he a uh, his father and his grandfather, it was a lineage. I get to hear about his father, his grandfather. I get to experience his life, the testimonies of his life. We'll be right back.
Hi, this is Steve Pardue, Ramsey Auto Group. My partner, Mike Ramsey, and I, we're at 6310 West 10th Street, Greeley, Colorado. RamseyAG.com, 970-443-5654. We are the working man's friend. We're a Christian-based company, and we believe in taking care of our customers even more than selling a vehicle. Come see us anytime. We specialize in large trucks and SUVs, and we do recondition our cars to a fault. 970-443-5654, RamseyAG.com, Ramsey Auto Group. This is Carter, bail agent at ASAP Bail Bonds. We now have a radio show. Tune in every Sunday at 2 to 3 to learn the truth about bail. Feel free to give us a call anytime for free bail information. 970-378-7878. We want you to know the truth about the rise in crime. Tune in every Sunday at 2. Hi listeners, Jack here. The Hunting and Sportsman Gun Show is Northern Colorado's premier event in 2021. These shows feature dozens of vendors that guarantee the best selection of guns and ammo in Northern Colorado, from the Loveland Outlet Mall to Island Grove Park in Greeley. For show dates, locations, or table reservations, visit peshows.com. That is peshows.com. While you're out, visit Harsh Outdoors at 600 Oak Avenue in Eaton, Colorado. They carry a full line of ATVs, UTVs, mowers, trimmers, sprayers, and chainsaws from Husqvarna, DR, Generac, and EasyGo. Whether you have a half an acre or 1,000, they carry the equipment you need. They always have a full line gun store with lots of firearms, ammo, safes, and accessories. Check out HarshOutdoors.com. That's HarshOutdoors.com. Backyard or Back 40, Harsh Outdoors has got you covered. Do you need your fireplace clean? Not sure if your fireplace is working right or not sure if the fireplace is efficient? Call Abundant Flame at 970-966-0217 to schedule your appointment. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-ins, pellet stoves, wood fireplaces, and electric fireplaces. Visit us at Abundant-Flame or call 970-966-0217. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com And as we finish out this hour, uh, we will, well, I'm going to go ahead and do this. I didn't plan initially, I had to think about a three-hour program. And the reason I felt to go three hours is because with a one- or two-hour program, 
that's either 52 or 104 hours per year. And I felt that at the leading, as, as the Lord led me, I thought, well, Lord, three hours. I'm not so sure I can do three hours. But then the Lord told me, well, you can, you can do five, but do three. I thought, well, okay. We are going to move into, I'm going to, when we come back, after the top of the hour, I'm going to finish out a few more stories with this friend and how God used him. The gifts and callings of God are without repentance. He won't repent. He won't change his mind. When he gives his people abilities, they're theirs to use so they can prosper in the world and they can further the kingdom of heaven. God used Ron used, God gave Ron these abilities to further his kingdom. And then God put him at the right place at the right time. And the Lord fulfilled his request to me to understand the Pentecostal churches by working it out so that I would eventually run into Ron and actually travel with him. I have a great privilege of being with he and his wife. My wife and I, we traveled. We did everything together. We threw everything, filled up the trunk of the car, and man, we're off. And he would always drive 80 miles an hour. I'd take the wheel and I'd drive 70. He'd make me pull over and he'd get in and go 80. He never got tickets. Don't ask me how. The angels just kept the cops away, I guess, but he didn't get any tickets. If, I'd have, if that had been me, I'd have been pulled over within a mile. But nope, here we go from L Las Vegas to L.A., 80 miles an hour, 85 miles an hour. Then we turn around Sunday night back to Las Vegas, 80, 85 miles an hour. Never, never got tickets. But when we come back after the top of the hour, I'm going to continue. This is for you. This is to show you the power of Almighty God being at the right place at the right time. We need God to put us at the right place at the right time. We need God to keep us off the path that the lion and the whelps hunt on. We do not want to be prey for the devil and his children. God was able to keep Ron alive by keeping him off of that path. We'll be back. What's up, guys? It's Bucky Dillon from Your Morning Show, and I am proud to be partnered with Pride Roofing and Construction. There was a large windstorm recently. As many of you know, a lot of people's roofs ended up right in their lawn. Well, Pride Roofing and Construction would love to be the company that helps you out, and I cannot recommend them highly enough. They will come out and do a free, no-obligation inspection, just so you know the condition of your home, and they will help you with every step of the insurance claim process. Just call 970-825-9305. Pride Roofing and Construction. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. King Super's grocery workers could be on strike soon. The union representing them has called for it as the contract expired last night. Now, last week, those employees voted more than 95% in favor of walking out. 
The union says it's disappointed with new contract offers. King Super's parent company, Kroger, says it's offering pay increases over three years as well as more investment in health care benefits. It's not clear if the potential strike also affects the company's city market stores outside the Denver, Colorado Springs area. Victim families had asked Governor Polis to just wait a few days to see what a judge would do with a 110-year prison sentence that was handed to a young former trucker who killed four people in rush hour I-70 traffic back in the spring of 2019. But last week, Polis intervened in the case on his own, cutting the sentence for Rogel Aguilera Medeiros from 110 years to 10 before the court could act. A judge plans to review the case again next week, something several victim families involved find unacceptable. The court's expected to reconsider that case in the coming week. I'm Jim Williams. The state's lifted a boil water advisory for Louisville and Superior. It was put in place after last week's big fires. The state health department has removed all advisories for anyone impacted in either one of those communities. Health officials say homeowners and businesses there should now flush their pipes, run cold water taps for five minutes before using the water, throw out any ice made with tap water of the past week, run an empty cycle for your dishwasher and for coffee makers. You should brew a pot without any coffee in order to flush out that system as well. Boulder County names one of two people missing feared dead in those fires. He's identified as 69-year-old Robert Sharp. Partial remains found on Tuesday. I'm Ted Werbin. And that's when I realized it's called a hamburger, not a handburger. Because you carry it with your hand. I was wrong, people. It's like that time I thought I couldn't make the perfect app for football. I was wrong again, people. All I had to do was make a sports book app where you can earn season rewards all Sunday long. Nobody's better at bettering things than Caesars. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-522-4700. Family-friendly vacations, a weekend with the boys, or a romantic getaway. You will find it in Wyoming's Carbon County. Winter favorites include museums, mineral hot springs, snowmobiling, cross-country skiing, and snowshoeing. You'll enjoy an array of lodging, dining, and entertainment options. All the fun set against the West's favorite backdrop. Plan your trip at wyomingcarboncounty.com forward slash travel safe. That's wyomingcarboncounty.com forward slash travel safe. Get your West on. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. So it naturally has antifungal, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-infection, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. But maybe more importantly, Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea builds corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen 
oxygen to develop and cancer happens to die in oxygen. The tea is great for healthy people and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pau Arco Super Tea is only $34.95 plus shipping. Order now at DeHeboTeaClub.com, 818-610-8088. Dehebo is spelled T-A-H-E-E-B-O. DeHeboTeaClub.com, 818-610-8088. Hey folks, The Rev here. Most of you know I teach a hardcore urban survival class at Warriors Revolution. Classes are every other Thursday and Saturday. Classes are $25 a session, and there's five total sessions. Contact the radio station at 970-587-5003. That's 970-587-5003. Or you can call The Rev directly. We'll get you scheduled and get you in class. Welcome back to the third hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. And I've been, today I I had the direction I was going to go that I initially planned to go. I was minding my own business last night. and I felt that the Lord wanted me to go this direction, giving you a testimony of my relationship with uh, evangelist Ron Perry, who passed away uh, Tuesday morning, I believe it was, 4 a.m., with his family. He was in the hospital, COVID. And I just felt that he had planned to come on for further programs. A year ago, I felt like the Lord said, five programs, you need to... It'll take about five programs to be able to present to the audience the Pentecostal world. Well, that's not going to happen now. So all I can do is present to you some of the world that he was in and the things that he did in that world. That's going to have to... That's just the way it's going to have to be. I can't do anything about it. But he understood in the Pentecostal world the, oh, I, I, crazy wouldn't be a word, a way to phrase it. There's, there is uh, immorality, uh, lack of integrity with many of the men, people, many, many people. Christians feel that if you have the power and if you know how to use the power that is in the name of the Lord to cast out demons, to perform miracles, they they feel that that gives you spiritual maturity. No, no. 
spiritual maturity is being able to use the gifts and these uh, gifts of the Holy Spirit with integrity. People that have the gifts can use the gifts, but not in a way in which it would glorify God. They will use these abilities for themselves, for their own plan, for their purpose, selfish plans. But to be able to use these giftings in a proper way, one of the a uh, principle, yes, you may have the gift to heal, but what if the Holy Spirit uh, counsels you not to pray for someone? Well, that would never happen. No, it will happen. Because sometimes God wants, I'll give you an example. I had a back injury. I ruptured a disc. I'd been in pain. There was a man by the name of Jonathan Hansen came into Denver. It was a five-day revival meeting downtown Denver. My wife and I went to all these day after day after day. The last night, Jonathan had people, and he ministered and prayed for people for about two hours after the meeting was over. Well, every time we would get in line, and he would go through a line, and we'd be the last people in that line, and the minute he would finish praying for the person before me, in front of me, he'd walk away. So we'd go get in the next line. This happened for two hours. I could not get him to pray for me. Well, finally, one of the men that was working with him, his name is Phil Hoog. Don't ask me how I remember that name. But Phil Hoog, uh, it, people were now leaving. There weren't many people left. But Phil came over and said, uh, he said, uh, I, we, we started talking. I said, you know, we want, I said, I have a back problem and I wanted to know if Jonathan to pray for me. Phil said, well, just get in line. He said, well, we've been in line, but every time that he'd get to me, he'd walk away. Phil said, well, okay, well, so he said, just stay with me. So Phil went up and talked to Jonathan, said, this brother needs prayer. So Jonathan came over to me, and he just stood there. He didn't do anything. He just stood there. I'm thinking, well, I know that if you pray for me, maybe the Lord will help me out with the back. But Jonathan stood there, and he just came over and he said, Listen, he said, I don't need to pray for you. Lay hands on your back. Whatever it is that's ailing you, you lay your hands on your back. You pray. Pray for yourself. You have the faith. Just pray for yourself. God will heal it. Well, I understood that. He walked away. And now I understood why he wouldn't pray for me. I didn't need to be prayed for. Laid my hands on my back. And if I'm careful, I'm good. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will not allow somebody to pray for you. If there's sin in your life, there'll be no reason for the person to pray for you because the Lord's not going to probably heal you because you have sin in your life. 
God has a kingdom. And He's the one who counsels His people in His kingdom. Now I'm going to go back to Ron. So Ron says that he travels all over to the different churches, black churches, assemblies of God, four square, all white, all black, partially mixed. He goes to Korea. Well, he goes to Nashville. There's a big church there. It's a church where all the singers, country singers. He goes, brother, he says, these Pentecostal churches, he said, they're the, they are the strangest group of people you're ever going to want to meet. He said, they are strange people. They all have their own little kingdoms. The Pentecostal world is like a kingdom of different little, well, just like groups of little kingdoms. What's in Canada is different than what's in New York. Pentecostals in New York are different from what's in the South. What's in the South, different from what's up in Seattle. Seattle's different than what's in Detroit. What's in Detroit is different than what's in Florida. What's in Florida is different than what's in California. He said, it is the weirdest group of people you're ever going to want to meet. And he said, I've met strange, strange people. He says, but that's where God called me to function and work, and I just obey the Lord. So, so I go down to, pastor calls me up, Brother Perry, I'd like you to come speak over the weekend to my assembly. Big church there in Nashville. Said, All right. He says, I go in, and he says, I hold the meetings. He said, then the last meeting, he said, I'm looking right down the middle of the <coughs> the assembly excuse me and he said on the left you have all the country western singers on the left as I'm looking ahead to my left all of these famous singers and here's yep and then oh them too and, oh my gosh this one oh that one yep this female singer that female that male singer oh 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 and then on the right side you have the general congregation. He says, brother, they don't even sit together. I said, wow, that's strange. He goes, he said, it's, it's real strange from the pulpit because here you have diamonds and rubies and bracelets and watches and hairdos and fancy clothing with sparkles. And on the other side, you just have the general assembly. Nice suits, they dress nice, but they don't have the big rings. They don't have the He's the craziest thing. So I'm, I'm giving the sermon, and I'm talking, and then all of a sudden, I stop and I kind of look around. I said, okay, Lord. So he says, well, he said, I want to tell you, I want to prophesy something to this audience. Right now, you are who were alcoholics, you're free from alcoholism. Those out there that are used to be drug addicts, you're free from drugs. You out there who have been married for 15, 20 years, you're not adulterers. You're not adulteresses. And he said, I'm mostly looking toward the 
mus- the the uh, audience that is uh, the musicians, singers, and he said, "I'm speaking to the other group too, but mainly to the guy, the people on the left." He says, "A year from now, God is go- what God is going to do is He's going to give." this congregation, freedom, freedom like you've never experienced. You're going to have freedom. And you believe that you can handle freedom as long as you're in church, you know people are watching you. So you're not going to slip to the bar. You're not going to find a drug dealer on the street. You're not going to mess around with somebody's wife or prostitute, as long as you're in church, you're being watched. So you're going to stay the course. But if God frees you, and which He's going to do, you're going to be free like you've never been freed before. A year from now, many of you who were alcoholics are going back to your alcoholism. Drug addicts, you're going back to your drugs. You who are been unfaithful are going back to your unfaithfulness. Many of you are going to divorce. And <clears throat> because you're not going to be able to handle the freedom God is going to give you. With freedom, there is responsibility. With that freedom, you have to have the Holy Spirit. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, your freedom, you're going to end up back where you came out of gutter that you came out of, you're going right back to it. And so he said, I finished, and I sat down. The pastor came over to me after they were kind of giving the closing announcement. The pastor came over to me, gave me an envelope. He says, Brother Perry, where's your car? He goes, I have it parked out in back. He says, you come with me. It went out. He said, go get in your car and leave You don't want to be here. These people are going to string you up. So you better leave. Thank you very much. And Ron said, I got in the car and drove away. One year later, exactly as I had spoken, these musicians, this guy and his wife had been married for 20 years, 25 years, they divorced. This guy that had been involved in Drugs went back to drugs. Alcohol back to alcohol. And he said, this is what happens when God's people, when God, as long as they're in church, they're they're good. Because they got people watching them. They have restraints. They have boundaries, borders. But once you give them freedom, watch out. And I say to this audience, God is going to give you freedom. COVID has given many of you freedom from the assemblies that you were part of at one time. And now that you're away from people watching eyes, the night has a thousand eyes, there's going to be the tendency to slip back into godlessness. As long as you're in church, you're maybe doing worship. If you want to call a lot of what's going on in the church's worship, Most of it is not. The singing is not really worship. 
The singing is entertainment. It's not true worship. There isn't a contrite heart. There isn't a repentive heart. There isn't a heart that is serious with God. It's just you're there to be seen. Many of these young kids that are up on the platform are musicians. They're many, some of them are not even born again. Singing with a Christian group in front of a Christian audience, bringing in the Spirit of God, they're bringing in the Spirit, all right. It's not the Spirit of God. It's the Spirit of the soul or the flesh, not the Spirit of God. You know, years ago in Chuck Smith's church down in California, many of the people, or some of the people that were Hosanna worship team writers, didn't know they were infiltrated by people in the occult. Don't think the people in the occult aren't gifted. They can write music. They can sing. They can fool you. They can sing in the spirit or in the soul, but it seems like it's in the spirit, but it's not. Eventually, Chuck Smith realized, whoops, I have been infiltrated by devil worshipers. He didn't know it, but then at, toward the end of his life, he realized it. You have to have people with discernment, the spirit of discernment, to find out who these people are. So anyhow, this is not a time. We're move, we've moved into the time. We are in the time where God's children are going to need the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And to accompany the gifts of the Holy Spirit, a must is your integrity your holiness, your righteousness, your the spirit of you're not going to be, uh, there's no guile, there's no hidden motive. If you have motives, which you do, the only way to find out hidden motives is through the Word of God. The Word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. I'll be in different places and I'll watch people and I can read the by my spirit, I can discern the thoughts of their hearts. Not witchcraft, the Holy Spirit. In witchcraft, when I was in witchcraft, I could use, I could read the minds of people. Don't think you can't. You know, people say, Satan can't read your mind. No. He can read your mind. The demons can read your mind. People involved in the occult can read your mind. They know what you're thinking. They know exactly what you're thinking. But God also gives that ability to His people through the Word of God. It's sharper than a two-edged sword piercing to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. I can be around certain people and I know what they're thinking. I know what they're thinking. I've been around people that have murdered people and they have blood on their hands. They can't see it, but I can see blood on their hands. And uh, they think they're hiding things from people. People that you would never suspect of being homosexuals, pedophiles. You can see what's on their hands. So, 
with these abilities during that time that I spent with with uh, this brother and his wife traveling with the people, with the insight that he gave me, I realized the importance. I, I knew it already, but it just strengthened my thinking that we've moved into a time where miracles are needed. You're going to need miracles. COVID will kill you. But at the same time, people that don't have access to a hospital, through the prayers of faith, you can recover. Not saying don't take what the remedies that that uh, and precautions that you need to take. Be wise, but Ron was a, a very interesting person. He should never have been born. The doctors had told his mother, after I think two children, I think a sister and a brother, that sh that the mother would never have children again. Well, the his mother's father, who was the pastor, broke the power of that word and prayed that she would have that her womb would still be open to have children. And sure enough, Ron was born. Now, people didn't know this, but that his internal organs were backwards. There's a condition, I forget the name of it, where your heart is on the opposite side, your liver is on the opposite side. Everything internally is backwards just the opposite of where it should be, it's in the opposite place. Then he had diabetes. I don't tell you know how many times he had lows or highs, but God kept him going. Here, just in the last year, his wife, Naomi, they were traveling. She had been clinically dead three times. And The last time he was preaching, there was commotion in the back. He didn't know that she had died. They actually called the paramedics. Paramedics came. There was a commotion. He took a little break, went back. She'd been clinically dead for at least 10, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And the Lord told him, you go right on back to the pulpit, finish your sermon. So he said, well, they're taking care of her. In fact, I recorded it. They're taking care of her. So I went back. I finished the message. By the time I finished, they had her going out on the the uh, thing with wheels, the whatever, the stretcher. And she was sitting up. They took her in, checked her out. No damage. She didn't have any brain damage. Nothing. And he told me, Brother, if I had stopped preaching, Naomi would have gone to be with the Lord. But the Lord told me, You keep on preaching. And the Lord kept her alive. I just prayed. 
But that's three times in one year this happened to her. These are the miracles that accompany us. If we're faithful to the Lord, if our faith is strong, if our hearts are full of the Word of God so that God can use the Word to speak to us, the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. One of his favorite verses. Yes, there was madness, craziness, weirdness, strangeness in the Pentecostal churches. But he said, that's where God called me to minister. That's where he took me. I got to see that world. And through him, I got to see the world too. That world. And I agree. Stranger than strange. I've met some very, very wonderful Pentecostal people. But some of their doctrine is just way off. Some of their theology, way off. Doesn't mean they're not good people. But when your walk with the Lord is being directed by solid teachings, teachings of Christ, you're going to be much better off. When your theology is on the mark, you're going to know God in a different way, in a more powerful way. To know God and to understand the miracles that God will give His children, you have to know God. Theology, the knowledge of God, will help you. And then, the eschatology. That was my program for today, eschatology. We're in the end time. We're in the last decade. This decade, 10 years, less, less than 10 years, this is going to be over. God is preparing to take His church in a direction they never expected to go. It's not going to be a positive direction. But for those who have given their whole heart to the Lord, that direction is going to be magnificent because nothing is going to happen without God's permission. We'll be right back. Be careful when you're dealing with a conspiracy theorist. You may end up with a whole lot more truth than you're used to handling. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. Hey listeners, this is Anita, your Medicare specialist. Annual enrollment has come to an end for this year, but don't fret. You still have an opportunity starting January 1st or March 31st to make a change in your plan. Call me for details at 970-515-6882. Also, if you're on a Medicare Advantage plan and you're concerned about your co-pays, I have some affordable solutions for you. Call me, 970-515-6882 to schedule a no-cost, no-obligation appointment. Does Enviroshape's concrete do driveways? We do it! Does Enviroshape's concrete do patios? We do it! Does Enviroshape's concrete do sidewalks? We do it! Get a hold of Enviroshape's concrete at 303-775-7926 or enviroshapes at gmail.com. 
Hi, I'm Joey DeQuint, and I'm here to help you protect and build your wealth so you and your family can live your best life no matter what the world throws at you. Great. Another financial guy telling us to sell our gold and silver. Nope, not with me. I encourage hard assets, and I know a great place to buy gold and silver. Well, I'm sure you operate with high fees and commissions. Just the opposite. We pride ourselves with some of the lowest fees and commissions in the industry. Most financial guys are only interested in what they want to sell and don't want to listen to our customers, and we have some of the most educated listeners in the country. And once they make the sale, we never hear from them again. Not with me. I grow with my customers and check with them every quarter to ensure all of their goals are being met and to make sure that they have all the coverage they need as their life changes. Do you handle life and long-term care insurance as well? You bet we do. And the younger you are, when you get this coverage, the lower the cost. I'm Joe Jaquin, and I'm not just Joey's dad. I'm his client. When it comes to your financial well-being, deal with a name you can trust. Call Joey at 602-909-9048 or email joey.jaquin at nm.com. Most people think they can't afford to invest in gold and silver. But at the Patriot Trading Group, we believe that everyone should have the opportunity to own hard assets. That's why we created our Preferred Metals program. You can get started for as little as $100 a month. Go to allamericangold.com and click on our Preferred Metals icon to learn how you can get started today. Or call us at 800-951-0592, the Patriot Trading Group, allamericangold.com. Treat your ears and shake your rear with the Funky Garage Fossil Jostle, Saturday nights at 8 p.m. on 1360 KHNC. You'll hear the coolest 60s garage, psychedelic surf, and 60s and 70s funky grooves. Tune in, turn up, and get down. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus So it is a happy day. It's a happy day. I am I am so glad and so thankful that the Lord uh, made the decision to take him off the ventilator and to take him home forever. There is a righteous crown waiting for him at resurrection. I know that... Uh, That his wife Naomi, they, I think they were married 65 years. I think somewhere in that vicinity. But his objective was always forward in the Lord. He'd go wherever he was given an opportunity, and he would use his giftings as the Holy Spirit would direct him. But the main thing is his integrity. His integrity. And uh, his father, the same, Nate Perry. Nate, when he went to be with the Lord, Ron said the last thing his father said, he was given a message. He said, my father's last words were, God is an effervescent river of water of life. And then he said, he stopped talking slowly went to the ground and went to be with the Lord. This is what happens with godly lineages 
This is what happens to godly people. Naomi told me one of the last things that she was praying for him was that, Lord, he needs to live because you promised him that he would see the beginning of the great final move of God and the beginning of the builded church. I believe that he maybe didn't realize it, but I believe that God answered that prayer. I had talked to Ron in 2008 about the move of God in Colorado, northern Colorado. Didn't know which counties at that time, but I told him what God had told me, and he didn't question. He believed it. And then the Lord moves him to Colorado about four or five years ago. And he was in Delta. That's where he passed away. And in Delta, there was a little uh, assembly that began to grow, and he was shepherding that assembly. And he said, Brother, I'm watching the hand of God move once again. So I believe he got to see it. This great move of God, the final move of God, we're in the last decade. You cannot convince me we're not. The signs are too evident. The evil in the world is evident. It's getting more evil quickly. The slide of, of uh, the descent into witchcraft in this country is unprecedented. I thought the slide back in the Jesus movement days in the 70s, 60s, and 70s, it began in its infancy to a degree with the baby boom generation children, but now it is fully grown. It is mature. We're watching it. We are at the right place at the right time. I go back to, to uh, Ecclesiastes 9.11. I return the song to the Son that the race is not to the swift. The battle to the strong. Neither is bread to the wise nor riches to man, men of intelligence and understanding nor favor to men of skill. But time and chance happen to them all. Evil is going to befall evil people. They cannot stop it. Evil is going to fall upon them. The evil that they bring into the world is going to catch them. Another thought is that being at the right place at the right time. And this brother was at the right place at the right time, as I've discussed. We also pray, should pray, that God will put us at the right place at the right time. That we will be protected from that path that the devil and his children hunt. There's a path that they hunt on. What are they hunting for? They want to destroy godly Christians. You know, I see an evil under the sun. Just about the time somebody, a young person, begins to 
become very excited, determined to follow the Christ, something will happen. They'll get a good job, whether it's a, a girl or boy, somebody will come into their lives to put the fire out. With young people, single, girls, the minute you begin to give your heart to the Lord wholeheartedly, don't don't even, uh, no, you should know. A young man is going to come into your life and he's going to be the one and it's the one. This is it. He's the one. And you begin to entertain the thought of marriage. You better pray like crazy. You better ask the Lord, if this is not the person, if this is of the devil, break the power of it in the name of Jesus Christ. I've seen it happen before. Young men, just about the time you're going to give your life wholeheartedly to the Lord, there's going to be a young girl come into your life that's not ordained for you. And you're going to get married and you're going to divorce. It's going to destroy your testimony. If you've been called to God, if you've been called by Christ to a position of some authority where you're going to be used by God, you got to go back to what, uh, think about what Paul stated to, the, to Timothy. There are requirements for those that are going to be responsible in God's household. The husband of one wife. I've seen too many men that think they have picked the right woman only later to find out they were attracted by her beauty, not by the heart, not by her commitment to Christ, and vice versa. Young people, you and your wife are just getting real excited about the things of God, and you end up in a fellowship that is not going to help you. You end up getting a job, and then let's say you're in a fellowship that is, is very a very good fellowship. You get a job in a distant city. There's no guarantee you're going to find the right Christian group. This is not the time now to make mistakes. So I just felt with my last week's program talking about the apostasy in the, in the body of Christ. Yeah, I'm concerned about the apostasy nationwide, worldwide, but I talked to Brother Perry about the apostasy. He agrees. I'm concerned about the apostasy that I see in these three counties in northern Colorado. This is exactly what I told him, that Satan was going to come against the move of God in northern Colorado. It's going to be witchcraft and religion. And I don't mean true religion. I mean apostate religion. Assemblies that are not teaching the deep things of the teachings of Christ. It's a assembly where it's, it's about community. Community is good. But if the community is just community for the sake of community, there's no power in it. Paul the Apostle said that that 
there will be no power in many of these assemblies. I'm actually trying to remember the verse, and it's trying to elude me. I'll think of it. But uh, they deny the power thereof. In any effective ministry, there has to be authority and there have to be the gifts of the Holy Spirit. The authority from men who know God, who know God's ways, who understand God's plan and His character, God gives them authority. And then on top of that, they not they 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 know their calling, they know what God has asked them to do and what to protect, but then they have the gifts of the Holy Spirit as the weapons to protect that work. So many of these works in these churches here in northern Colorado are not of God. They're of Man, the will of man, the will of the flesh, the will of blood, not by God. Then we go to another aspect. There are many that are called by God. Man had been called by God to minister in the body, in the kingdom of heaven. But they, their vision has failed them. Like the Isaiah would say in Isaiah 48, 28, that they're drunk, their tables are full of vomit, they in their vision they err, so they're not looking at the vision that Christ is giving them for the present, but they have vision for what they want to do with their ministries. They're called by God, but they are apostate. And, you know, the plants, the animals, they, they have, they, uh, of their own, after their own kind. They, uh, <coughs> what's the word I'm looking for? They produce after their own kind. There are men who are called by God, but have, if they err in their blindness, what they're producing is not going to stand the test and the fire that's coming. There is fire coming to test every man's work, not just at Judgment Day, but in the present. I, I am just grateful to the Lord for giving me the opportunity to spend the time that I did with this brother because I got to see the ins and outs, the good and the bad of the Pentecostal churches. They're needed. But what's not needed is the lack of of uh, integrity 
It's not needed in any any part of the body of Christ. Whether it be fundamental Christianity, doesn't matter. Any church, there has to be integrity. There's there is there are boundaries. But it made me understand even more importantly how the gifts of the Holy Spirit are needed. I've talked about these in the past. I'm kind of reminding myself that during that year after I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, it was miracle upon miracle upon miracle upon miracle for my wife and I and my children. It was miracle, miracle, miracle. The Lord told me that I was going to live by faith. And I didn't know what he meant by that. But as the year went on, I realized the difficulties that would take place. By faith, we made it with my children. Uh, it was in the spring, 2002. Heavy snows. I'm a painter. Didn't have any work. And uh, I just told my wife and kids, I said, well, we're going to have to just pray. So we sat down to pray. They're just children. I said, Lord, I need work. And uh, we need, fortunate we didn't have to pay rent. I was living in a home that my aunt and uncle owned. They wanted us to stay there for free just to make sure the pipes didn't freeze. So for about over six months, we got to live rent-free. They paid utilities, everything. That was a miracle. I needed it. But then now we needed food. So I just said, well, Lord, you're going to have to cause that phone to ring. And immediately the phone rang. My brother's, my sister, my wife's brother needed help. Hey, are you busy? No. He says, can you work? Yeah. He got frozen pipes. He's a plumber. Okay. That fast, God would answer prayers. Lord, we ask you to make that phone ring, ring, ring. This is the world we've got to have. I gave you the testimonies of Ron Perry. He was called by God to a specific duty. And with that duty, he had all the miracles, not just in thought, but in action. <coughs> Here he goes to Korea, and he doesn't have a way to get back home. And he meets General Kim. And General Kim allows him to preach in the Presbyterian churches. This is not accident. He goes in to see how much airtime would cost him. He didn't have that money in the budget. The man looked like a creature. is Wolfman Jack allows him to broadcast for free, preaching the gospel from California, one of the big most listened to audiences in Southern Colorado, California at that time and, and beyond. Being at the right place at the right time, this is the hand of God. And that's his world. I wanted to present that world to you. I wished he could have presented that world to you. There's so much more. But I re I'm just giving you the highlights. But this is your world in the future. This is God's plan for you in the future. God has miracles that He's going to perform for you in the future. He has something that each one of you have been called to. 
You're not going to do what Ron Perry did. That was a time that is now gone. But you're going to do things that are vital in this world today. Things that are needed today. And God will be with you if you're upright, righteous, if you're holy, if you're committed to the Lord. He will protect you. He will keep you. He has to. We'll be right back. Doctors say you should have your colon checked often. I'm not a doctor, but if you don't have your gun cleaned regularly, it'll get filled with crap too. And when it breaks, it could cost you your family. Don't let it happen to you. Go see My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. Give me a call or shoot me a text at 970-776-0258. That's My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. 970-776-0258. Hi, this is Brett King, Glass Doctor of Greeley, Colorado. 970-616-3100. We take care of all of your home, auto, and business glass needs. Home glass repair, shower doors, mirrors, storefronts, window replacement. Come find us at 6310 West 10th Street in Greeley, Colorado. And uh, don't forget your auto glass and heavy equipment. Again, Brett King, Glass Doctor of Greeley, 970-616-3100. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Kids. When making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes, don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead, use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. What's up, guys? It's Bucky Dillon from Your Morning Show, and I am proud to be partnered with Pride Roofing and Construction. There was a large windstorm recently. As many of you know, a lot of people's roofs ended up right in their lawn. Well, Pride Roofing and Construction would love to be the company that helps you out, and I cannot recommend them highly enough. They will come out and do a free, no-obligation inspection just so you know the condition of your home, and they will help you with every step of the insurance claim process. Just call 970-825-9305. Pride Roofing and Construction. Day by day. 
I would have to say that uh, that was the life of the this anesthesiologist friend. Was like, it was the life that he lived, just following the Lord day by day. And I, I uh, again, you know, being at the right place at the right time. He was always at the right place at the right time by the hand of God. All of us, we should pray that we can be at the right place at the right time so that God can help us make our appointments for His kingdom. Just like with the testimony of this friend, you also have appointments being at the right place at the right time. I know that uh, here I'm in, I leave Colorado. The Lord has me go out to paint for a friend, do some painting for a gentleman that has an estate. And I'm there. Things God works things out. I end up on KKVV radio, little Christian pay-as-you-go station. Little station, but much listened to. And there I, that's where I, if I hadn't been there, I would not have met Brother Perry. And uh, I needed to meet him because God had to fulfill his word to me. He wanted me to have an understanding, study the Pentecostal movement. I could never have done it and understood that world without this friend. So because of that, God fulfilled his desire for me. He worked it out. I met this man that was able, probably, I doubt there's any other person that knows that world more perfectly than this brother because he traveled all over. Many of the men today in the Pentecostal world, they don't travel. People come to them. But no, he went all over this country to Asia and God gave him an experience that many do not have nor will ever have. And so, again, you know, I thank God that uh, he's faithful. So I needed to understand that world, to understand the craziness in that world, but to understand the beauty of that world and how wonderful that world is when the people in that world live in the, in, in holiness and righteousness. And in that world, when they have sound doctrine, they have sound eschatology and theology. It's very, very important. It's never been as important as it is now for God's people to find the places to get the best teachings of Christ. Next week, bye. Hey man, pass the battle over. Take a couple of hits off the My Kind CBD. Get your CBD by going to 1360KHNC.com and click on the shopping button, man. <laughs> Silly Jamaican, there's no THC in this product. It's certified THC-free. Just go to the website, 1360KHNC.com, click the shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland.